Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations optimize their working experience. In my last episode, number 737, I talked about how burnout is on fire these days. And yeah, pun nearly always intended on my end. And I shared a few of my favorite strategies for refining how we're getting our work done to help keep that burn at bay. Because even when we're feeling overworked or overwhelmed, Saying no just isn't always an option. In that episode, some of the strategies I shared included advising, repurposing, and collaborating. Today, I've got a few more for you, because who doesn't love lots of choices? Remember, not all of these will be appropriate for every situation. Be thoughtful about who is asking, for what purpose, and what's at stake, and let those answers guide your choosing. Okay, let's dive in. The next refined strategy is renegotiate timing. Because here's a thing that happens like all the time. We claim a priority, like a competitor put out a new product. And so now we need to refine our product so they don't nab all our customers. So we generate a bunch of work designed to get our product suite looking shiny and new ASAP. And then something new happens, like a customer spots a security risk in our existing product. So we generate a bunch of work designed to find and close that hole. Also ASAP. Know what we don't do very often? Question whether both of these are indeed achievable ASAP. Priorities absolutely change, and we need to be willing and able to flex accordingly. When our plates are full and something else gets added, we need to have the discipline to renegotiate our timelines. A security risk doesn't mean we have to say no to innovating on our existing products, but it may mean we just need to postpone it for a beat while we address the more emergent challenge. How many things are in your plate are competing for that top spot right now. What can you do not to take it off, but push to the side for a moment, just one of those things, until you catch your breath? Next, reduce perfection. I know, this one is a little triggering for some people. These refined strategies all come out of a workshop I run called Achieve More Through Purpose, Clarity, and Alignment. And truth be told, some of my clients ask that I remove this strategy from the list because they're afraid that their teams will perceive it as permission to be careless. Of course, I will always defer to the client, but the spirit of this strategy, reducing perfection, is not at all a celebration of sloppiness. 
It's actually about making smarter investments with our energy relative to the payout. When I'm emailing a client about an upcoming engagement, I will review and revise that note until I'm blue in the fingers. Every interaction with a client feels like an at-bat, and I want to hit a home run every time. But a note to a collaborator or a vendor? No disrespect, the stakes just aren't the same. Yeah, I would love to believe that every email I ever send to anyone is pithy and perfect, but an hour spent revising a vendor email is an hour not spent on business development. Where are there opportunities in your day not to be careless, but to strip out some of the overwork or the overthinking we tend to apply, especially all you perfectionists out there? How can you start to redefine what good enough looks like in each circumstance? Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Are you a PR professional, journalist, marketer, or writer? Then you know the importance of Associated Press style. And you also know the frustration of keeping up with its ever-changing rules and recommendations. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl, and to help you with those challenges, I've created a course that you and your team don't want to miss. It covers the latest updates to AP style, and we even talk about the new AP guidelines for writing about and experimenting with AI. And we have a special deal running right now. If you purchase the on-demand course with the code MCMILL, that's M-A-C-M-I-L, you get a $90 discount. So whether you're working on a pitch, a business agreement, or a story, don't let embarrassing writing mistakes hold you back. Get the course at bit.ly slash grammar on demand, all lowercase, and sign up with the code MCMILL. Next, make a recommendation. In my last episode, I shared the advised strategy. This approach works when you are the subject matter expert and your brain power is needed to fuel the work. Sometimes, though, you have a different expertise, and that is the knowledge that you are not the expert. But luckily, you know who is. I know, when someone asks for our help, it feels good. It's human nature to want to be the one to deliver it. But sometimes the greatest value we can offer is the truth about our limits, combined with a suggestion on where to look instead. I've gotten requests over the years from organizations looking for help building leadership succession plans or attracting talent from more diverse pools. And while the truth is, I've done some of this work in the past, neither is my area of deep expertise. But luckily, I maintain a network of people that I know and trust who have precisely these slices of knowledge, people who can deliver these outcomes faster and more thoughtfully than I ever could. So I make recommendations and introductions, and you can do the same. When a request comes your way and you know it's going to be a grind to get it done, 
remember there are more and sometimes better ways to deliver value beyond taking that thing on yourself. Whose name comes to mind? Who can you point this asker toward? And how will you both benefit from your willingness to take a fresh approach? And my last refined strategy for today is offer a helpful start. And here's how it works. Next time a request comes your way, ask yourself this, are yes and no the only options here? Or is there a middle ground? Sometimes the answer is you build the foundation, but hand it off for the build. Someone's asking you to develop a client presentation. What if you develop the key talking points and objectives, but you hand it off to someone else to develop the content? Someone's asking you to run a financial analysis. Maybe you build a quick model and pass it along to someone else to run the data and draw the conclusions. Someone's asking you to plan an event. Maybe you pull together an initial list of recommended venues and venues, but someone else makes the calls and the plan. How can you add some value without feeling obligated to take the thing over the finish line? I hope something on this list felt helpful, and I can't wait to hear which one you've given a try. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its workplace experience. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. Mm-hmm.